Come on now, sugar. Welcome to Come On Now, Sugar. I'm Colin. I'm Ryan. This is a Veronica Mars podcast. Yep, and we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 9, Drinking the Kool-Aid, and Episode 10, and Eccles' Family Christmas. Mm, 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 uh, two enjoyable episodes. Yeah, absolutely. One is much more uh, Mystery of the Week. Yep. And the other is t- like pulling together a lot of things we- we've been watching all along. Yes. And so I definitely have a preference between the two. Wow. I didn't know you were that into cult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I love heists. Heists. Am I saying that right? Heists? Yes. I also prefer Eccles Family Christmas. And for me, it's because, uh, similarly, it's a, a... I mean, there's other parts that I like mm-hmm. about it. We'll talk we'll talk significantly about it mm-hmm. very yes, soon. Yes. Uh, but it's, I love the, um, the parlor room scene. Yes. That's one of my favorite things in any mystery. I totally. love, this is why this person did it. Yeah. Oh, but then I thought this, but all, oh, but no. Yes. Like, it's so yeah. classic detective and she does story. Such, yeah. And she does such a, it's such a fun execution of that. Yep. Um, and I think the show does a good job and we'll get into it of course, mm-hmm. but, uh, it plays pretty straight with that mystery. Oh yeah. Like yeah. the you not that you would put it together quite as well as she does, but you could put together most of what she puts together. Yeah, it's, like, it's pretty yeah, it's all kind of no laid out there. We get to a lot of times you don't get to follow all the clues in a mystery, yes. you know, it sort of happens like backwards and forwards and yeah, like you yeah. get misled some places and there's red herons and stuff like this one kind of follows a straight line yes uh, but there's a lot going on so it makes yep. sense uh but let's take a step back let's get in the car with a sobbing veronica mm-hmm. outside the prison yeah because that's where we left her that's where she begins episode nine yeah um she is just abel coons has just told her Jake Kane's your dad, lady. And that is not what she wanted to hear. That is bad news for Veronica. Yeah. Um, and so, but of course, because she's Veronica, and this is why I love her the best. Yep. She's like, all right, Jake Kane's your father. Deal with it, Veronica. And she's like, okay, what am I going to do to be a badass today? I guess I'm going to bust the person, figure out who was taking those pictures of me, why they were doing it. And come for them. Yes. And I and love. She does it like boom, boom, boom. I love the reverse engineering of the stalker. Yes. So fucking much. It's so cool. She, she looks at a picture. She goes, okay, I'm in this place. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was, was this? Yeah. It's like, this is my therapist, my counselor's office. I was only there on Thursdays. There's a sign for the book fair up. When was the book fair? First week of February. Okay. I know that they were there that day, blah, blah, blah. Goes to the fucking, across the street, takes her camera out, is like trying different lenses and shit from different angles, finds where that picture matches, Mm -hmm. and then gets a receipt from that table. Oh, it's so good. And my favorite part, she goes to the waitress and is like, hey, I need receipts from last year because of look at this fucked up picture. Yeah, I've been stuck. Like, she doesn't do a crazy Veronica scheme. Uh -uh. She's just fucking straight at the problem. Like, this is the deal. It's great. I love it. It's so good. And it's, I mean, it is a shame that she's doing it to compartmentalize that she's felt this real emotion and has to shut that part of herself down. (laughs) But 
it makes for some great detective work. Yeah. Um, and she gets she traces it back to Clarence Weedman, who's mm-hmm. head of security at Jake Kane Software. Um, Sloppy and, using a credit card. Well, this is before. Here's just like Jake is gonna learn mm-hmm. who he's dealing with. He's early in finding out what Veronica is. Yeah. Clarence doesn't know what he's dealing with. If you think of Leanne, and I think Abel Coons called her poor, scattered Leanne. Yeah. Like, if you thought Veronica was Leanne Jr., you wouldn't think that it's possible. You wouldn't worry about your credit card. Yeah, but I just think as, like, a, you know, a fixer, like, Clarence, as we find out Clarence Weedman to be, you know, he's, like, he does dirt. Like, that's yes, sort of his thing. Yes, but he's... And I'm using not a shocked credit he... card on a mission is just sloppy. I like, that's what cash is for, is to break crimes. But yes, but I think trial. he was playing the odds of whether Leanne was, had a brain. Mm-hmm. And certainly wasn't imagining, even if Leanne were somehow going to communicate these pictures to... Because that's a part, too, is like... But this is the sheriff's kid. He doesn't think that the resources of the fucking county sheriff well, I think find he's assuming, I don't think he's thinking that Leanne is going to show Keith the picture. That is a big assumption to make when committing a felony. I sure, I think he's playing odds. I think he he played he was wrong. Yeah, he was wrong. No one is no one is saying Clarence was right. Yeah. I just feel like he was less sloppy than poorly poorly playing the odds. If that makes sense. Okay. Like I think if he thought there was a chance, yeah. He wouldn't have done it. He's just like, oh, yeah, Leanne's going to be fucking scared by these. Also, he's being very dramatic. He yes. put a freaking target I know, over you, her. You bring it up every time. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad a move. It's definitely. It I mean, tells, it worked on one level. It's like that thing where, you know, like, I don't know, you're giving a presentation at work or something like that. And it's like, assume they know nothing. Like. <laughs> This is a gun. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) She is in danger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, okay, once we get to all the mysteries being out, we have to go back to explain why this happened. Okay. Because I don't know that I fully... To run Leanne out of town. Yeah, but to what benefit? Um, It doesn't help the murder plot, right? Well, I mean, is it just like one person trying to act out their their bitchiness? Oh, is it? Is that all it is? Oh yeah, we get to that in the next episode. Okay, that is that's all in it the, is. That's in the that's very next episode. Is. You yeah, that's even stupider. Well, <laughs> let's stick to this one all for right, now. Let's stick like... to this one. Um, okay, okay. the waterbed. Oh, jeez, Louise. Did you ever want a waterbed? I think when I was like five or six, yeah. Yeah. Because they seem like a toy more than a piece of furniture. Yeah. I never wanted to sleep on them. I do have like sometimes like a bad back or a bad stomach. So I've thought about it since then of like, would it be nice? I think it's like, horrible com- for your back. All right. Well, then I won't get one. Or no, maybe that's just the lie my parents told. No, I don't think they're good for your back. But I guess I'm just saying, like, like floating in a tub sometimes is the only, especially with my stomach stuff. Sometimes the only like comfortable position there is. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe a waterbed would be like that, but it's not really like floating in a tub. 
Have right? you ever done? No. It's like it's like floating on a bag of water. It's it's exactly as advertised. I don't know. Is that are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done the water massages like in the lobby of the Glendale Mall? No. Is it worth it? Terrible. Okay. <laughs> you like go. It's so it's like a big plastic yeah. tube, like a coffin. Okay. And you crawl inside it from one end. And then you're in a rubber sack that surrounds your entire oh, like body. like those things that like slide yes. that you hold. <laughs> yes, like the weird like. Sex I don't know sword. how to verbally explain them, but they're like a they're like a tube that's like full of slimy stuff, uh-huh. and it just like if you hold the outside of it, it will slip. Yeah, you can through like, your hands. But it's it, like a, a a proto shake weight almost. In yes, the it's like a cross. It. It's like between a shake weight and a fleshlight. I think this is what you were saying, right? But like, there's no flesh. But it's it's just the it's just anyway. It's infinite. We know what we're talking the tube about. Tube rolls into itself infinitely. Yes, but you're sense. saying you climb into a human size one yes. and it pushes water on your body. It, no, it, like from the outside of the bag, it just pelts you water. So the oh. bag is to keep you from getting wet, right? But I remember it was like painful and kind of loud and i was oh, sweaty God. from being in the bed that sounds miserable <laughs> it was really bad my uncle got it for me for like my 23rd birthday <laughs> all right because we didn't know what to do yeah, i right. just moved do? to california right. he was like i don't want to go to the mall and walk oh. around for your birthday <laughs> we'll find something yeah i never wanted a waterbed mm-hmm. i would definitely not want them in an apartment where i'm not on the first floor no it's it was a breaking your lease. You'll get fucking yeah. straight up evicted for that shit. It was it was irresponsible of Keith to bring that in. Mm. It was cute to find out that it was ten dollars. Yeah, price and then turned out free. He got it free with some LPs. Yeah, Gordon Lightfoot, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then the case comes to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Casey's parents. Yes, Casey Grant, local, what does she call him? Uh, douche boy or something yeah, like that? Yeah, she calls him, I can't remember, but yeah, he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> What's up? Do you want to explain the case? All right, so here's the case. Casey has started, is 18. Yeah. And he has started hanging out with these hippies out on this commune. Mm-hmm. But they don't really call it a commune. For a long, they call it a cult for a long time when there's like it's really just a communal living situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes those are also cults, but like what we know about it is it's a commune. Okay, so he lives in a commune. His parents are like, we're worried about him. He doesn't drive his Porsche anymore. He sold, he sold his, his Porsche and gave it and to gave those the money to those floopy those floopies. He's not acting like himself. Yeah. And Veronica's like, good. He sucked. <laughs> um, and they're like, he's not acting like himself. He's off doing this stuff. And I wrote down that Casey's parents are the she's leaving home parents from that. Uh, from the Beatles, Beatles song? song. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We that is like the a. Most of our lives. <laughs> Sacrifice. Oh, my God. That is. Such a weird Beatles song. <laughs> it's to... one of my favorite Beatles songs. Did it's you know uh, about me. It's like in my top three, probably. I didn't know that about you. That's a uh, that's White Album, right? No, it's Sgt. Pepper. 
Oh, Sergeant Pepper. It's a Pepper. weird track, but it, yeah. But same era of Beatles, same yes. weird Same fucking... weird, but in Sergeant Pepper, it's even weird, because it's, it's a very sad, like, it literally made me cry the first time I heard it, or the oh first time God. I listened to it, because I'm sure I had heard it before, Yeah. but whatever, I was, like, 12, and I, like, listened to it for the first time, and I cried. I remember, I, yeah. So sad. It, it, it really got to me. I had a brief, but, like, very studious time with the Beatles, yeah. like, there's the Beatles being in your entire sure. life right. at all times. You can't escape them. Yeah. And it's good music. You don't sure. really want to escape it necessarily. Right. But I would say like out of ninth grade or something, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to understand the Beatles. Yeah. I'm going to have a favorite Beatles. Yeah, album. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um and yeah, that song was Yeah, it's yeah. It's in there. I mean, Day yeah. in a Life is still my favorite Beatles song. That's fair. I mean, I don't defend She's Leaving Home as a favorite Beatles song for anyone else. <laughs> Yeah. But to me, it, like, whatever reason, struck a chord. Yeah. Think about it a lot. I, Good shit. It, yeah. And it's also, like, it expresses a very, like, simplistic kind of generational divide in, like, a way that, I don't know. I don't know that I would say it's the most like sophisticated take on the on that those relationships. Sure, it's it a, certainly is like an effective way to tell that story. Yeah, and it and in the song anyway, it is the like two and a half minute version of the story too. Yes, and I and as certainly as an adult too, like I hope that the sequel to that song is like she comes home for Thanksgiving some years. <laughs> But she has a boyfriend this year and wants to spend it with his family. And we're okay with that. Oh, they are not okay with it. They're going to tell her they're okay with it. That's what they learned. Yeah. Not letting her do what she wanted was how she left home. You think she would have left home if they were, like, supportive in any way? Let her have fun? That's all she wanted. Something inside it was always denied for so many years. Okay, but Casey's dad specifically says, now I know what you're thinking, Keith Mars. You probably think, oh, rich kid, never denied any materialistic thing, never given any spiritual upbringing. Well, that's, I have no evidence supporting this, but that's <laughs> not the case. Not for us. Yeah. Um, uh, his parents are fucking straight up dickholes. Uh, yeah, and you can I, tell immediately. But yeah. also... They're dickholes with money. Money. Cash bonuses. Big money. And this is a thing. I mean, obviously, you know, it, there's the, like, materialism versus the communalism. Yeah. Uh, Like, the main thing. But the part I liked about that was when they mirrored it in Keith and Veronica's yeah. lives. It was done so, like, perfectly. And we've never seen... Like we know that they're that they need money, sure. You know, um, they're lower middle class in a town that's very economically yes. divided. Uh, and but to hear Keith say like, "Our clients hired us to get this information. Yeah, we're going to get it. Don't." And then Veronica's like pushing back at one point and I goes, know. "Don't you want a bigger apartment?" Yeah. Don't you want hot water that works? Oh, man. Yeah, you do. Oh, it's so, it's tough. It's good. It is tough. Um, And it's also tough when your daughter fakes that she needs you to poke blood to get a DNA test. You don't 
You don't believe that she was seriously punking on that needle prick? Well, what do you mean I don't believe it? I saw the episode. Oh, right. She was, it's she's got episode. that. I watch it uh, with <laughs> the inner monologues turned off. Yeah, no, it's she like... legitimately, she does then immediately poke her own finger. Yeah, She's doing a paternity I test. She drops it um, <laughs> but it all gets so much worse when she goes and sees Casey. Yeah, and up he at the is Mooncalf Ranch. Hacky sacking. Oh, he's hacky sacking <laughs> at school. At school, which come oh. on, you know you did it. You know you <laughs> loved it. I. Who are you talking to? Is there someone behind? Loved hacky sack. Did you not play hacky sack? I mean, I'm capable of hacky sack. Of wow. course I am. You are such a serious athlete. Uh, yes. You would never condescend to playing such a. I mean. Is it, do we even really count it as a game? I count it as a sport. Keep it up. That's the game. Yes. Don't drop it. It's like soccer, kind of. It is like soccer, kind of. <laughs> I mean, every time we talk about hacky sack, I always bring it up because it is, it, to me, the ultimate hacky sack moment ever. It is the pop culture hacky sack moment. Even though I think maybe you and I are the only people who remember it. How could that be true? I it's, don't know. We're of course so talking iconic. about it is it defined a generation for me. <laughs> it defined Colin and I as a generation. <laughs> and that of course is the on stage dramatic monologue slash avant-garde art. performance yes. art piece. Yeah, I think this is why I do comedy. It is the scene from She's All That with oh. Freddie Prince Jr. Never. Where he drop because he's very in pressure. He has so much pressure in his yeah. his school and his home mm-hmm. and his friends, and they all want him to do things. That's right. He's got to be the has best. Expectations. Yeah. Even his sister who goes to Catholic school and gives makeovers. Seriously, although Freddie, yeah. let's you know put it in perspective. Uh, maybe people expecting all these things from you is what makes you excel so much. So quit Whoa. your whining. Okay. He's wow. Very, he's already okay, very. Mr. Establishment. He's very successful as just a high school kid. He's like all state no soccer. One who, no one who takes that bet is successful. You have a more, you're morally <laughs> bankrupt. If you take the bet of I can make anyone prom queen, something is wrong. You are not successful on all fronts. Uh, if you have, if you didn't get what we just talked about, please go watch. She's oh, all that. Man, it's so good. I would Isn't say it so good. I the would hacky sack scene. I stand behind. It's. I would say it's Kevin Pollock's best movie. <laughs> That's likely true. I. I'm a. I mean, I'm a Kevin Pollock fan. I think he's yeah, really good. I, I don't. Not true. Why are you saying that? It was Usual a joke. Better. It was a joke. Of course, it's not Kevin Pollock's greatest movie. <laughs> Kevin Pollock's barely fucking in. She's oh, you know, all that. But he's, it's... you know, his best movie huh. is the one where they lock the parents in the basement. Yes, absolutely. House arrest. House arrest. House arrest is a hundred percent Kevin Pollock's best movie. <laughs> I want to watch. She's all that in House Arrest right now. Double feature. Okay, we'll do a okay, Kevin we'll Pollock double feature. Anyway, <laughs> but right now, let's talk what's about what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but as you can st- as you can tell. Oh, wait, hold on. What? Oh, okay. So he's playing hacky sack, and then Veronica's like, you know what? He wasn't always such a hippie dip. No, he was a and, jerk boy. And Wallace is like, what? And Veronica's like, let me tell you a story. And so we get a flashback <laughs> of Weevil reading 
some poetry. That in is... the grossest public makeout space. Okay, what is that about? Dude. Okay, I think that we had some English classes where, and maybe this is middle school even, I'm just trying to remember, where you wouldn't, where you'd like all sit down. Yeah. Like no, ta- no chairs. Desks in a circle. Yeah, desks in a circle, like you sit on the ground. But this is actual couples cuddling. In beanbag chairs. In beanbag chairs during class. And the, like, that's... I... It's weird, man. I can't... Maybe, at, like, it's, at lunch people would cuddle. Like, I'm just like, when would you, in class... Like, you might sit next to your SO or, like... But I mean, these people, people are, would, people are, like, reclined on each yes. other. It was the problem with it was it was faculty sanctioned, and that's my yes. that's my issue with it because people who had SOs in my high school would literally sit on the ground, yeah, like behind a pillar, just <laughs> fucking hardcore make out, like over the shirt stuff, just sitting on the floor in the hallway. Yeah, and you know you only got five minutes right, of passing. Get, get it done. Get your work done. There's done. only so much time. So I understand high school is a gross time in everyone's yes. life. But yeah, and like I could see if it was okay, and it's true, lights down, that's when more cuddling is likely to happen. Yeah. This is a lights down situation. Yeah, no, was but this... it's like was it poetry club? That's the other thing. If it was poetry club, then I might be more like, oh, that seems normal. This oh. seems like a class. And also what class is Weevil in? With upperclassmen, with Veronica. It's Veronica, Duncan, Casey, and Weevil are all in the same class. Maybe, so the only explanation for it is it's a total blow-off class. Okay. With the repu- reputation of you can fucking mack it and cuddle and shit. So that's why there's upper yeah. and lower classmen so in it. Like, anyone who can get a it's slot. It's called poetry and mackin. Yeah, poetry and mackin. So what, I couldn't tell from the flashback. Was that Holly's class or was that just a different blonde lady? Because I know Holly runs the literary magazine. I don't think it was Holly's class. Right, because it was a different It was a different teacher. Actor, right? I think so. The teacher just who was like, brunette, I like your man. story. And then she's, he's like. It was, a social, it was a social D song. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? Weevil should have gotten an A plus anyway because he delivered that social distortion song. With such gravitas. Like, it was so well performed that I was like, you know what? Weevil, you're a good actor. I you would deserve points. I would certainly take him aside and be like, look, dude, so obviously plagiarism is a no-no, <laughs> but I could tell that those lyrics meant a lot about you. Do you want to maybe do the assignment over and talk about what experiences in your life made that resonate with yeah. you or something like that? Like, fucking teach, man. Oh, God, yeah. teach. I know you got educators in your family yeah. as well as I do. Teachers are uh, good. Teachers are yeah. important, and we get very few of them at Neptune. Mm-hmm. Um, is all Mister? Uh, well, was it Mister Davis? Mister uh, Mister Daniels. Oh Jesus! Yeah, Mister Daniels is great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, did you notice? Mm. Okay, so Veronica writes her own crap teen poetry. She okay. calls it. Um, yeah. And then we see her in history class, where everyone has to pair off. Did you notice this history teacher? Anything about him? No. He had perhaps the worst toupee <laughs> I've ever seen in film. Like, it's... Uh, I didn't... I couldn't... 
<laughs> really understand what I was seeing with my eyes. Like I was watching, but I was like, this isn't, am I, is this real? Is this real life that I'm seeing? I did take a picture of it. Now I'm trying to find it. Oh, thank goodness. If I can't find it. We, oh, I want to see. Oh! <laughs> I'm like, oh. we didn't watch these episodes before we went to Spooky Bachelorette, right? All right, hold on. Oh, I watched these episodes today, so I don't know when you... <laughs> like, I don't know when you watched where... them. Would it be... I know, because I just saw this picture. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, maybe I texted it to myself. Hold on. Okay. Well, There it is. I did text it to myself. Okay. Okay. Like, I think he's straight up bald. I think that is just a wig. I do not think that's hair that lives on his head. <laughs> I think they think so? slapped that on top of a bald, like a shaved bald head. That's so weird. It's like, so bad. Like between him getting cast and arriving on set, he decided to shave. Yeah, his I think head that might bald. be what happened. Or like he was in an an electrocution situation. Oh my and all god! Fell out. I mean, or turned white. I don't know. It's horrible. Where do you even get a center part wig? <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe or maybe he naturally has like super curly hair and so they had to straighten it. And straighten and, the shit out of it. And straighten it like yeah, but it that cuz it's like still poofy. Mhm. I don't know. It's it's weird bad. looking. Hair. I tried to like research him. He's done a lot of community theater. He did a play in Rockville, which is where I grew up. Um, oh no way. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't find any pictures of his hair to to tell me what I needed to know. Um, but yeah, so they do group group project in that class, and mm-hmm. nobody wants to be in Veronica's group, right? But also, it's a that is a situation where you have to make eye contact with people and get in a group. Mm-hmm. If you wait for someone to choose you. You're really throwing yourself in the mercy of people. Yeah. And, and, and body language is a big thing. If I'm like, I don't know, that, that Veronica person seems smart, but I don't really know her that well. Well, and she's mean. She's mean. She's mean to everybody, except Wallace really? and Meg, I guess. And neither of them are in that class. No. She's fucked. And Duncan, she's mean to Duncan, too, but he, she's like grandfathered in. Sure. Because she used to be very nice to them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, I think that if she made eye contact with another smart person in the class, they would have let her sit with them. But instead, she kind of just like waited for someone to not, because nobody wants to be left out. So was some group of three just supposed to sit there with three? Mm-hmm. And then be like, Veronica, come sit with us, even though you're probably going to be mean and snarky and tell me my dad's having an affair. <laughs> like yeah which actually we didn't talk about that last episode but that was one of the pam's problems with veronica and i was like that's actually pretty apt oh yes that, that she <laughs> fucking straight up skewered her friend <laughs> yeah and like the friend found out her parents were getting divorced from veronica uh, like yeah no that's a that's a reason to i don't know i you know last episode we were talking about justified uh shootings uh-huh. um that was a fucking clap back. I'm a whatever, dude. She came at Veronica and <laughs> she got dunked on. I guess. I, I just, just, I don't know, man. Don't poke the bear. Okay, so. I think it's okay 
to be devastated emotionally if you pick a fight. Um, and it's interesting. It won't it's... always happen that you'll be completely outclassed by your opponent, but when it does, you you deserve it. Yeah, I don't know. All right, interesting. Um, but all that to say, Veronica gets invited to the cult. Uh, Mooncalf. To Mooncalf. Mooncalf Collective. Collective, yes. Because um, of her poem, um, I cut because I can. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so she does get invited, and she's especially primed because she just was exiled in her history class. Mm-hmm. Plus, she has no hot water at home. Ugh. That doesn't quite, but that, like you said, that fits in with the money thing. Yeah. She goes, and you know what? They're really nice. They are super nice, and they're, like, hot. Everybody's good looking. Everyone is so good looking. It and does seem is... like the cult leader maybe is polyamorous, or no, Veronica is just horny again. Yeah, Veronica's soups horny again. She is, and she even gets horny for Casey. No, she's, she's primarily hor- horny for Casey. Well, I don't think she's into uh, Josh, she, the leader of the cult. She thinks he's throwing vibes her way that he is not throwing. No, he actually beelines to his, uh, his seemingly girlfriend. monogamous yeah. girlfriend. I mean, maybe there's, it was, and she's like, and there's polyamory, and it's like, no, you've seen one guy kiss one girl. Yeah. That's... <laughs> so far, I mean, yeah, it's a little, uh, it's a little much on the PDA. Uh, they make out for a long time in front of those children. I guess, but I think they don't think of, I think that's, if, if they have any flaws, mm-hmm. they really well, don't, they're great. Yeah, uh, but if they anything else, I think it's that they don't treat children like children. Sure. No one under eighteen who isn't like a dependent of the people there should be there. It should all be adults who volunteer to be there. I agree with that, and also it's like an expression of love. So how could that be wrong? I'm right. sure. I'm sure that uh, is yeah. a tenet of their belief. Right, and structure. I think that if Casey was like, I want to make out with Veronica in front of everyone they would be supportive of like i don't think that they it's not you have to watch me make out mm-hmm. it's not like i don't think it's cult leader behavior so much as i would i would hope that if he said veronica and i want to make out in front of everyone. i hope veronica I has say? you said i want to make out with veronica in front of everyone <laughs> like yeah casey that's great we all do but you gotta ask her first oh, she's telling you yes with her eyes oh, oh gross mogi <laughs> I mean, yeah, eventually you ask her, but you don't have to ask her. Inf- we work you it out ahead that, of time. Yeah, yes, you can yes, have yes, that yes. conversation separate from the cult leader. Yeah. I, but yes, she is, she's moonstruck by this boy. Like, pretty much from the jump. Especially considering she knows he was a bad guy, like, but he's minutes changed. ago. And he's also so rich, and he's an O-Niner. Like, <laughs> she has a type. He's a little taller than her usual boyfriend. He is like, really to the tall. Point where he's almost like too tall for Kristen Bell. I lo- okay, so you like the height. I difference? was, I was. Oh no, not not like a uh, height difference. I mean, she's married to a giant she Sasquatch of to- a man in yes. real life, and they don't look odd next to each other. No, um, no, I but felt Casey like he looked in certain scenes. He looked, and I know his character is a year older than her. Yeah, in certain scenes, I felt like he looked way older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I buy that. Um, that's, uh, that's what's his name from What's It, right? Aaron Samuels. From- yeah. 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 Great. Um, Jonathan I find Bennett. him, 
I find him cuter in Be Mars than I did in Mean Girls. Not that he wasn't cute in Mean Girls. I think he's cute in both. I think the character of Casey, Aaron Samuels, I think that's his name, Aaron. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Uh, He is kind of a cipher. Explain. Like, he's a person for Lindsay Lohan to, like, fixate on and to find really cute and to, like, all this stuff. But I don't know that he's a three-dimensional character. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just kind of there. And then, yeah. So, and she's not really being herself the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, and not only is their relationship not really important to the story, but it's the thing that ruins the relationships that are important. Yeah. Like, she honestly, given time, she could have probably been friends with both her cool friends and the mean girls. Yeah, I mean, I hope that eventually she'd realize how mean the mean girls are. But I think they would be... um... They'd be changed by her? Yeah. Okay. You, you cool their fiery tempers. I think that's possible. Maybe. I, I mean, yeah, she is kind of breaking girl code, and mm. her, that whole thing of her pretending to be dumber than she is is, like, not super cute. Um, I can't believe you just said girl. Sorry. You don't I, like girl code? No, girl code. It's funny to me. It seems uh, antiquated, as does Oh, like, it is. I, but I went to a... I talked about this last episode. Yeah. I went to a sex seminar. Yes. Um, was it about girl code? It was, you were no. very coy last episode about what this seminar could possibly be about. It was about polyamory. Oh, okay. But the instructor was talking about all of her lovers who like have broken girl code. Oh, that, <laughs> like, that feels very weird. backwards. She was... She had a lot of anecdotes about former lovers. I did not like the seminar. I will not go to it. It's it's not great. I mean, um, I may look up what a vibrator necklace looks like just because I'm interested because I wanted to be able to wanna, spot one on the wanna street. You want to see if this necklace I'm wearing right now <laughs> is, in fact, a cigarette holder? <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to ask to borrow that, to have that cigarette if it's a vibrator. Yeah. But um, yes, the girl code, I mean, eh, I guess. I, Consent is king. I think consent is king. I think when you are a teenager, I feel like maybe we even talked about this recently on uh, SBS. Uh-huh. But like when you're a teenager or especially middle school, the idea of like having a crush on someone carries a weight. Yes. Or even like having gone on a date with someone carries like a weird weight with your, yes. not weird, but like a weight with your friends that like when you're a grown up, just to have a conversation. And honestly, yeah. maybe your friendship doesn't last. No, totally. <laughs> which isn't good, but. Kind of, that's what it, like, if you want to date somebody who your friend used to date, you kind of just don't get to keep that friend. Yeah. And that, but I feel like that's what, not like that's what grownups do, but kind of that's what grownups do. Whereas in high school, you're like, I don't know, you might not go for it. Or if you do go for it, it becomes drama. Yeah. Whereas as adults, you're just like, oh, he's dating my ex-boyfriend. We don't talk anymore. <laughs> they made that decision. <laughs> About who they want in their life. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's what that is. I mean, it's not drama. Oh, man. Um, the corn looked really tasty oh, on God. Food Calf Collective. Yeah. I said the corn is selling me. I love corn. I do too, especially like white, uh, silver white or whatever it's called. Mm. Sweet corns. Mm-hmm. Yep, very good. Oh, and we got to meet um, 
uh, Rain. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. And very nice. Everybody's yeah. nice. Everyone They're is. Even supportive. Chef Django. Yeah, the chef's nice. Mm-hmm. They hang out by the fire and tell stories and sing yes. songs. So and... I wanted to ask you about this because Uh-oh. we know uh, you've got more of like a, a deep-rooted hippie legacy. And you're you're lapsed, you know. Yeah, yeah. And not that I'm like hardcore by any means, but I still have, I think, a lot more love for the culture. Um, sure. Or less resentment towards it because of less okay. forced uh, yeah. <laughs> exposure. Right. So, what is campfire acoustic guitar etiquette? Because they all sit silently while he shares his his cover song. I think it depends, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think that's one way. I don't, that's not a jam by the fire, right? It was just one, that's one just, boy. That's like more of a performance. So like, I think. It seemed like an opening act because afterwards, you know, maybe, what's his name? Josh stands up. Yeah. So maybe that's more like, because that's not a jam. So that's just, I think that's people performing. Mm-hmm. And it's almost reminded me of, and this is going to be, that's even more weird legacy of mine. Maybe of like Quaker meeting where you like take turns being moved by the spirit. Right. Somebody speaks. But, like, to my mind, the more default acoustic guitar, especially if there are multiple car- d- guitars around the campfire, mm-hmm. is a jam situation. Okay. So maybe somebody's playing lead and somebody else comes in on bass. If you're singing, it's a sing Also, I think if you're singing, it's a sing-along, especially mm-hmm. if it's a cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're, I guess if you're, like, riffing and making up the song. And people try to sing along, it might get weird. But like, especially on the chorus, like, like you no, should. No, no, no. This is Uncle John's van. <laughs> it's a different song. It's an original, <laughs> and only I can just sing. But yeah, like I think you would expect that people are gonna sing on the chorus. Everyone's gonna sing on the chorus. Sure. Hopefully, and people are I probably clapping. Spoons. Oh yeah, all of it. It just seemed it seemed very strange because it seemed like an open like, mic to me. It seemed like a or like a poetry jam. Yeah, and maybe that was it, but it was before it was like the opening ceremony almost. Mm-hmm. Like he played the song as people chose their seats yeah. and things like that. And then when he was done um But it felt okay, I wonder if it was more and again, I'm not voluntarily steeped in the culture. So maybe you've experienced more than me. But it felt more like a share circle than mm. a than a campfire jam. So, so the only like share circles I've ever been a part of were uh, a part of like Christian organization and stuff like that. Okay. So campfires weren't really involved. Involved. I'm trying to think. I don't I'm sure I had some fucking cool ass youth pastor with an acoustic guitar at some point. Yeah, I I do think that the campfire doesn't make me think of organized. Mm-hmm. But it feels more like literally like camp, like summer camp. The way they did it felt right. more like summer camp than any campfire I've been around as part of a camping situation. True, which would kind of skew more towards religious cult than communal living situation. If it's like, be at the fire at said time when you hear this song. Interesting. Yes. 
Okay, so maybe a little more evidence of creepiness. But is it creepy to have organization in your communal living situation? No, I guess not. Because like, you need it to make it work, right. right? I feel like because we don't see any evidence of a Svengali, because we don't see any evidence of like crimes, mm-hmm. or being people being asked to do things that they don't want to do. Right. Or even people being asked to spend their money. Like, Casey kind of volunteers it. Right? Or do we yes. feel like Casey is pressured into spending the money? Well, um, when we learn about the, the ultimate cash crop, um, we kind of get the idea that he did volunteer it. You right? Know? I, I think there's this thing, like, at the beginning, we don't have any information. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're led to assume that yeah. there's something bad going on, right? Well, and Veronica certainly is assuming. Yeah, the mystery barn. Yeah. Uh, Rain, for some reason, refers to poinsettias as the ultimate cash crop. Well, I think they believe it's the ultimate cash crop. I think weed would certainly be the ultimate cash crop. Well, I mean, I guess if you're willing to do illegal things, yeah. this is not now. I know. I was thinking that like seven years after this was made, like they would certainly be growing yeah, illegal pot. They're not dumb, but yeah, I feel like the ultimate cash crop, if you're not a criminal, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's poinsettias, but I feel like yeah. it's not weed. It'd be like not a corn criminal. or soy or something that the government will just pay you to grow. Uh, no, because that's not a cash crop. Oh, it's, Subsidies oh, are not cash. Right. That's just kind of a loop where you just have to grow it's corn like a forever. It's a sad loop of not really providing anything for people. and. <laughs> Okay, oh. fine. I buy it. Point All right, point yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a great reveal. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, it is very funny. But before that, mm-hmm. we have a fun moment. Okay. When Keith arrives at oh. the Mooncalf Collective, and we they slow down the the, the videos so that we could really see yeah. the look of betrayal on Keith's face when he sees that Veronica is there because he has told her explicitly. Do not go there. Which is kind of duh. Like, Wait, if, which? That she was going to do it anyway or that you shouldn't go to the cult? That you shouldn't go to the cult. Like, yeah. If you're investigating potentially a cult that preys on teens, yep. don't let your teen go there. Yeah, to but the like, there's a really cute boy there. How yes, cute? He used to, well, he used to be super evil, so I like that. Really? Mm, I kind of like it, too. Yeah. hair look? cute if it's like pushed back oh wait that's the other movie that's that the movie. is the other movie okay. his hair is very short in this movie yeah but he is very cute um yeah he is a cute boy. and he they do have chemistry though yeah she gets very dopey eyed for him very quickly i get it man like i don't know she the thing i couldn't figure out about veronica at the moon calf collective yeah is what was it that really drew her in? Because this is not her seat. No. She does not like outdoors. No. Nope. She doesn't like sharing. No. She doesn't trust people or take anyone's word at face value. So, like, I feel like this sort of a, a I don't know if naivete is the right word, but the, yeah. like, the optimism of a communal living situation seems like it would not apl- appeal to Veronica whatsoever. I think it's that a couple things. I think one, other than Casey, mm-hmm. nobody has the context for her to to know like the story of Veronica Mars. She could disappear into she this can, Yes. And then she keeps trying to find the dark side and there isn't one. Mm-hmm. And I think that is 
where she gets more and more invested. She's like, okay. I'm really smart. If I can't find the dark side, then there isn't one. Right. And they're just all accepting me mm-hmm. without, you know, she like makes her whole thing about crap teen poetry or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. dude, you're like the most angsty person. Like she actually is an angsty teen. Yeah. Like, yeah, you put on that pretend, but like. You really are. You really are very the, angsty. The poem could have been called Where is my mother? <laughs> very easily made it about some actual Are you my father? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's got some real shit going She's on. Got real stuff going on. Oh my Who god. Who killed my best friend? Fuck. My first love and my only love. Donut. A poem in nine parts. Where should I begin talking of my donut? Oh, shall I begin on the day that he stopped talking to me? It was very confusing. <laughs> oh, poor donut. Um, also, okay, so Keith doesn't find anything. Yep. But then Casey's parents come back. Yes. And they're like, hey, this is really serious now. Uh, Casey's grandma is dying. Yes. And by the way, sh- we just found out in the last five minutes, immediately, just now found out that Casey's going to inherit all grandma's mo- money. Like $80 million. Yeah, we got to stop him from giving all that money to these cults. Right. People. And Keith is like, well, that certainly is very serious. Almost as serious as my potential $5,000 bonus. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but that's, the- that's 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 real money to yes. He, they he's are like, uh, who's this weirdo you brought with him? <laughs> so creepy, tall, blonde, quiet, everything I hate. Wait, you hate tall people? No, I like tall people. <laughs> I like blonde people too. Whatever, man. I don't give, honestly, I don't give a shit. You know me. I don't care. <laughs> because, I mean, I don't like this guy. No, I don't like him either. Oh, he's the worst. He's a deprogrammer. Yeah. He talks about how he, or he's, he calls deprogramming like the gauche way of. Yes, yeah. it's a, one vulgar term for what I do is deprogramming. And Veronica is listening from outside the door, and then he closes the door. Mm-hmm. Like, like he isn't going to tell her everything five minutes after you leave. Why don't they just have like a two-way speaker system? And when Keith wants. I bet, they, I bet she's installed one. I don't know if Keith <laughs> knows they have one. Oh goodness! Um, so, oh geez. So they're they're getting serious. They're getting the parents serious. are like, get him off the farm now. Yeah, he's like, there's really nothing we can do. Yeah, we haven't found anything illegal, and mm-hmm. they're like, well, you could just make something up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know, I'm a law guy. And then and they're like five thousand dollars, and he's like, yeah, I just heard the stakes. Five thousand dollars is nothing. Um. And then yeah. Veronica goes to school, and she's like, hey, Casey. Oh, hey, Veronica. Veronica, would you come with me? Oh, yeah. To see something? <laughs> this is Grandma. <laughs> I don't think that's a surprise. <laughs> he tells her. <laughs> God. Oh. <laughs> hey, I really <laughs> want to show you something. You get to the hospital, like, oh, is this the hospital? Yeah. Come on, it's on the fifth floor. <laughs> oh, it's an old lady. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, she doesn't look well. No. She's very ill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to inherit all her money. 
Interesting. How long have you known you were going to inherit all her money? Well, my parents have known it for one year. Bum, bum, bum. So it turns out parents have been crooked all along, which we knew. Yeah, they are douchebags. Here's my thing. So he's very upset. And of course, like, it's very sad to lose a grandparent. Yes. And he's very disillusioned with his parents. Yes, he doesn't. He didn't get know he had she's leaving home parents, <laughs> and then he found out. Um, but uh, when he says that thing, like they call her Grand Monster behind mm-hmm. her back, your relationship with your grandmother mm-hmm. is very different than your parents' relationship uh-huh. with your grandmother. If they call her Grand Monster. They have context that you don't understand. Wow. I'm just saying she might have been a fucking horrible mother to them. To her, I think that's true. Or him. I don't know. Yeah, and they're not paternal clear about, or, yeah. yeah. Um, I think you're right. That's true. But also, I think that we do know they're awful. Yeah, it could just be a total that. entitlement. Like maybe yeah, they so, wanted the eighty million dollars. Yes. Hold on. You think maybe they wanted the money? You think possibly <laughs> that might be what it's about? The in theory. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. No, Logan. I think you're I'm right. no detective. I think you're right. I think grandchildren get a lot of benefit of not being the children. Right. Could yes. Or the maybe grand they just... monster is. Why did you wait till your kid was born to come up with the nickname? Well, you needed the kid to be born, otherwise it wouldn't apply. Right? They did. What you a monster mom? Yeah, monster. Mo- she probably was monster, and then became <laughs> yeah, grand monster. <laughs> oh, what an exciting day for them! Actually, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> for like years, you called her monster, <laughs> and then you got to up the ante to like, and she's fucking old too. <laughs> I'm going to just live off her publishing money. Oh, man. And that's the last of it, too, because publishing is dead. So, well, $80 million is not too shabby. <laughs> you can, that's true. You got to get out with $80 million. Yeah, I think I can make $80 million work for me. Yeah. I can I mean, find a way to make that last. I'm just saying invest heavily in poinsettia productions. <laughs> Diversify. <laughs> You're right. Points out is a good one. Yeah. Uh, it's a cash crop. Yeah, exactly. Ultimate. The ultimate cash crop. Um, so they Monica go see goes home. Monster. And then she's like, hey, I'm going to look at a milk carton. Mm, as... Well, no, she's like getting milk out. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, she she's, making, she's making some milk sandwiches. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. That's so disgusting. Maybe it's a bowl of cereal. Maybe it's a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Um, but she sees a picture that she recognizes. Well, first we see it. Yes, for like a long time. Puts it foreground. Yeah, she's like, hey, look. Directly facing the lens. And we see it's rain. And she is under 18. And she's, and she's a runaway. Oh, man. And yeah. Veronica just kind of has to sit with it and decides, fuck it, I'm going to let this milk go bad. She sits with the milk garden out <laughs> on the counter for hours maybe until she trans- Keith comes home. Maybe she transported it into like four different glasses and then put Maybe. the glasses that in the would have been good but she certainly has it out when keith gets home and she's like oh man i saw something he's like what tell me and she goes i wish i hadn't seen it but i saw this this is on this milk carton this is rain mm-hmm. she's a runaway she's 17 yeah she's like 
but she's happy there. Like, I don't want to. And Keith's like, well, you know, the stakes of this. And like you were talking about earlier, do you want to live in a better place? Do you want hot water? Mm -hmm. Do you want to be even closer to the ocean than we already are? (laughs) They're very close to the ocean. (laughs) I can only dream of ever being that close to the ocean. I love how a major, like, it's a huge pillar of the story yes. is their apartment and you and I are both like I would kill the one <laughs> in that fucking apartment. We can't afford that place. No, that place is amazing. <laughs> oh man. Although I would hate to I would hate to leave the city. I don't want to live in Neptune is the problem. I don't live in Neptune and I don't really again unless I was I don't know why I said again. I guess cuz I say this a lot in real life. Okay. If I was rich I could live anywhere cuz you could get the best place. Sure. But I don't really want to live in Santa Monica or Malibu or... Yeah. Like, how rich are we talking? Like, 80 million? 80 million, I might live in Venice. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like Venice, but I, would, I couldn't... Well, the apartment, the amount that I spend on an apartment now would get me a shared, shitty, much shittier apartment. Yeah, I would get... I would probably, if I had, like, 80 million, I would purchase the top floor of like a high rise downtown or something interesting to be honest i would buy a house if i could afford a house and yeah by the ocean that would be nice but otherwise i would pro- i would buy a house in burbank before i would yeah that's true. you gotta buy you gotta buy a square of dirt that's yeah just, if you, that's got, just if you the... got 80 million that's almost enough to f- afford a mortgage <laughs> <laughs> so close i'd get a place i'd get a place in the midwest and probably europe too God, that Casey, he is going to be sad. He's going to be okay. Ooh. Um, Especially because, are we at, oh, yes. So oh, she has to confess to Keith. She starts, yes, and then she's like, oh, man. And Keith's like, I got to do my job. And she kind of knew, she knew that all along. Because she's yeah. the one who told Keith about the thing. She knew. Well, she did it for the same reason. She told him for the same reason that he's telling right. the client. Right. Because that's know, the job. It's the job. Um, but she also feels guilty about it, so she goes to tell the literary magazine lady, mm-hmm. hey, guess what? I betrayed you. But before <gasps> she can get that sentence out, Casey shows up, and he's like, oh, I'm sad. Why, I'm, Casey? My grandma is dead. So then Veronica decides not to say anything for days while they plan the funeral, while everything happens. And then at the funeral, <laughs> she walks with Casey for a little bit, and then she tells Mr. and Mrs. Mooncalf, hey, I told on you. Uh, my dad knows that Rain is a runaway. Mm-hmm. He's he was working for Casey's parents. They may come after the collective. Mm-hmm. And Mr. and Mrs. Mooncap are like, "Thank you for telling us. We'll be fine." Mm-hmm. And then they kind of like disappear. And, and they- <laughs> again, she held this in for days because we went from unless okay unless what they know grand monster is on her way out right so they pre-approve everything they get 80 million dollars uh-huh. coming their way so they they plan well, they everything. don't but okay <laughs> well or do they uh-huh. um so they plan everything ahead of time and they're like as soon as she dies don't even call us put her in the casket <laughs> and casey had a black suit Always. At work. At Always. school. Yeah. No, you're right. He kept it in the... Oh, he doesn't have the Porsche anymore. Mm-mm. He sold... <laughs> that was the one caveat when he sold the Porsche. He's like, listen, I'm taking my emergency suit with me. <laughs> you're right. It, it's also a TV show, but that is a moment of like, 
It went. You got interrupted, but you had a lot of time where you could have told. Yeah. I understand you didn't tell Casey yet. He's had things on his mind. You could tell Holly. You could tell Holly at any moment. You could tell after Casey leaves to go put on his suit. <laughs> you could be like, by it's the like, way, Holly, let me finish my, my sentence. My grandmother died this morning. Could I get a ride to the funeral right now? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's how it was. Yeah. Um, But... And she kind of has a nice little shot with him. You can see they're totally going to hook up. Mm. She is, like, very into Casey. She loves him, man. Like a pure love. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's true, but no, she, likes, she likes him a lot. She like, He's cute. He's rich. Now officially, like, hella independently wealthy. And doesn't and... seem to be a bad person. No. And he's really she, nice to her. Consciously, she thinks she doesn't want a bad person. Right. We'll get um, into that. And she does like a sad boy. Oh, yeah. She likes and it better if they're sad. Yeah, he's really sad right now. So He's very sad. He's checking boxes is yeah. the point. Um, he is very tall, mm-hmm. but that's okay. She gets in her car to drive away, and he goes to talk to his parents, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, it's the yeah, funeral. Yeah, like, yeah. They'll make amends. Um, but no, they won't, because he gets captured <gasps> and thrown in the back of the car. Does, the... does Veronica give chase? No. Yeah, she runs after it a little bit. Oh, a little. But then yeah. she's like, hey, Dad, you got to stop this. And he's like, what do you want me to do? Call the police and say, hey, an 18-year-old got in a car with his parents after his grandmother's funeral. She's like, yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit, and he's like, and now, and now the moon calf collector is going to get destroyed. And he's like, no, it won't. I didn't turn him in. Mm-hmm. Turns out Rain was abused a lot. Yeah. Which is like. Probably duh. Like, anytime someone runs away, and I know that even just in the world of Veronica Mars, yeah. so far we are two for two with all runaways have been abused. Right. So, like, if someone is a runaway, you can probably assume they're running away from something rough. Yeah. I mean, I would say... More than they're being corrupted by the kind people who are taking care of them. That happens to a lot of people do a lot of things for different reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't want to say something like everyone who runs away is like a victim of abuse. Well, they're but... running away from something. You don't think that's true? Uh, yeah. If if you're like, yeah. All right, fine. I'm buying. I mean, you would stay home if it was healthy there. I I came from a healthy home. I you didn't, I didn't run, run away. away. I ran. I fled the state. You mean after you graduated high school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we're talking Is that about. running away? I mean, you're right. There's probably a percentage, but I I mean, I think that she's leaving home parents think their kid ran away. <laughs> but they're... She abandoned us. Yeah, so they think their kid ran away. Yeah. But I, I think that most runaways are running away from something. Like, I would... Yes, I okay. I would put the benefit so, of the doubt that if you're a runaway and you're 16, yeah. that... Your home life was not optimal. So are you classifying, you're classifying Rain as a runaway and Casey as not? He's... Well, he's 18. Gotcha. So he just moved out. He moved out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I'll also, buy. his home life wasn't optimal either. His parents were trying to, like, manipulate him and take his money, his Wait inheritance. Wait a minute. Now, before you think <laughs> this is some sort of shitty, rich household where we're terrible. Right, can we get through this episode? Because it's not even our favorite of the two we're going to talk about. All right, fine, about. fine. Um, 
Oh, That's geez. it. We got through it. Wait, she I still loves Donut. I mean, okay. we see that okay. at the end. So Casey goes back to being evil. Yeah. Or not evil, but he just goes back He's... to playing the O-Niner game. And he does uh, a sub Veronica mm-hmm. and that nod. Which... And then walks super oh, swaggy. Jesus. Okay. That nod. I remember that nod. Mm-hmm. Do people do that outside of high school? Yeah, you just did it. That one? Like, have you done that in your adult life? Uh, yes. I'm trying to remember. So down. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the up nod means hello, and down nod means I acknowledge your hello. Hello back. Sup and yo. Yeah. Like, sup and sup. You know what and I mean? Sup. I don't know. as I don't know that I always did a. I would do like a smile up nod, but I'm not cool. Right. He was doing like a. A bad boy up nod. He was doing like a hey. uh, Yeah. I don't know what he expected Veronica to do back. I don't think he expected a nod back. I think he was trying to be like, it's me. I'm the old Casey. (laughs) Do you think? Yeah, like old Casey probably rolled up to school. He's like, I put in some fucking groundwork, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Brody. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know if people nod like that. (laughs) <laughs> maybe people just don't do it to me anymore but like i feel like in high school because that was also a thing because i was thinking about it it's a hallway thing too sure because it used to happen to me all the time where i would see people and acknowledge them but not talk to them because you're seeing the same people all the time over and, you're like, and over and again. you're probably like talking to one person and there's like seven people coming the other direction that you mm-hmm. know but you're not you can't stop you gotta get to class you yeah. got stuff to do yeah, so you like, sup them. You sup them. And it's like, <laughs> I used to do that in high school constantly. And I guess maybe in college. But I think now I like avoid eye contact with people. <laughs> like, if I'm not going to talk to you, I'm not going to sup you. Because I don't trust that you're not going to walk over and try to talk to me. Because let's think about it. I was like, if I'm at the grocery store. Yeah. And like, say you and I are at the grocery store for some reason. And we're okay. like buying beer. Okay. And we're like walking through the beer section, holding beers, going whatever. Mm-hmm. And we saw somebody. And I saw somebody that I knew from, like, a comedy thing. Okay. I, I don't know this person. For this story, no. Because okay. if you knew them, we'd have to talk to them for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> if it's, like, I just if it's Patrick beers, Ellers. I'll be like, I'll meet you in the car or whatever. <laughs> but this story, it's me. Yeah. I don't think I could get away with a sup or yeah. not. You either have to have a full interaction. You could say hi, yeah. but that's even testing. Because if you start with a hi, you may have to have a Full on conversation. Okay. How, what are y'all doing tonight? Oh, cool. Da-da-da-da. Have you seen this person lately? No, man. You have to have a whole conversation. There's no such thing as a sup as moving along in I adult su- life. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I mean, I, I guess don't know now that, that my... example was the right example, but I'm no, just no, to... no. I guess now I'm just hung up on the thing. Like, well, why didn't you introduce me? You I have wanted this whole to stop com- them. You have this whole fucking conversation in front of me, in, in front of the cheese at the Vons. Well, you know, one of two reasons. There is a couple reasons. One possible reason. And mm-hmm. this was always a thing with my dad, so I always, and I'm bad at it, too. Forget I've, the name. I might have forgotten their name. And I remember is, your name. But you go, I can't you be like, introduce is- me, and then I go, what was your name? That doesn't, no, you have to introduce yourself. No, no, That's no. That's no. the move. The move Look, let's try it. Let's try it. Like, let's try it? Yeah. <laughs> the two of us, while we're recording a podcast yeah. right now, uh, we should and try I go it? Like, and I go, oh, shit. This is my friend, Ryan. Oh, 
Yeah, then it's too late. How am I supposed to? And I'll be like, what's your name? What was your name? Yeah. And then I go, oh, sorry, Glenn. No, the move. And then I go, Glenn and I used to work together. (laughs) (laughs) It's so obvious. I think the move is, have you guys met? Because that's the thing. Is it, if it is like a comedy person, then I conceivably you could have met. I'll be like, have you guys met before? Or do you guys know each other? And you'd be like, oh, I don't think so. My name's Ryan. Mm -hmm. And then the other person has to say their name to me. Yeah. That's, I think, the move more than, because I think if you say, because then you're putting me in a, I guess I have to, then I have you to be like, what's You back me up. You're my dog. That's the thing. I am your dog, but yeah, I, I think you're putting it, it's a more awkward to be like, what's your name? Because then we're pointing out that you didn't say it. Whereas I think if you say, have you guys met or. Right. So, but it should be up to the person who's in the sitch so let's say you know like if it's my person i can't remember the name of yeah it's up to me to give you a signal to get that name you know what i mean yes and i guess it's i'm not your responsibility yeah signal. it's not your responsibility to say like i better get this person to say their name out loud without being cued to do so that's my point i think that's fair but i do think the only way i think it's easier for me to get it than for you to get it. I guess that's what I'm saying. But I think you agree. With I think we agree on that yeah, yeah, point. Yeah. But you're right. I should wait for the cue. But that's also why I'm not going to be mad at you. Because that's where we started, was you were mad at me. Yeah, I just I'm not going like... to be mad at you at the other end if, if you didn't introduce me because I'm going to be like, oh, he probably didn't remember that person's name. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. And again, I probably don't want to talk to that person. <laughs> Fair enough. Because uh, if I, if... you know, I, I probably don't want but I the promise. Whole point I was trying you. to get out of this by uh-huh. only well, nodding. <laughs> I can't do it. I could do it in high school. It was great. You could only you could only get away with a sup nod if it's someone you like see all the time. Like if it's someone you haven't seen in a while, I they're know. going. They're like, oh, I haven't seen you around UCB in a while. Like I haven't taken a class there in four years. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like God, you can't sup nod that. I'm never my house. I'm ordering Instacart. <laughs> If we need beer, it has to come to me. I, I, I ran into a guy I met in Hawaii like four years ago today oh at goodness. REI. Did you chat for a long time? Yeah, we did because we were both buying fanny packs. <laughs> so we even, we even stood together and talked to an associate because <laughs> we both had a lot of questions. Wait, did you bring your fanny pack? No, I left it at home. I, I had more stuff. All right. I don't know if I made the right. I bought a really small one. And I'm thinking just credit card, phone, and a key, and it's like just gonna be for like running, okay. not for like doing things. You know, I think it's good to have a a really lightweight bag like that. That's what I think. It's that's, that's gonna be great. Function. And you could even do it when you're traveling. You could do it like under your. You could do it as like a, a traveler bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, that's yeah. funny. The guy I ran into, he's going to Nepal next week. There you go. Yep. Um, I should have waited to get one for Christmas, though. Little segue into Eccles Family Christmas. Yes. Also, Veronica shredded the paternity results. Okay. (laughs) Eccles Family Christmas. That was very sweet. (laughs) Who's your daddy? It was was sweet. I do think she's... She's wasting money they don't have. She shredded it in his shredder in his room and didn't take the leavings. So... (laughs) I. It's cross. It's cross cut. There's no way Keith owns a shredder that isn't cross cut. He's never. You don't put- think there's any way that he could figure out what was in that shredder when she woke him up in the middle of the night to shred? He That's knows true. He's a detective. He's a detective. 
But anyway, okay. That's fucking insane. Why have I never thought of that? <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, Echo uh, Family Christmas. This poker game, dude. Yeah, we start with homemade ornaments. Mm. Do you, uh, do you, your parents still have home of yours? Yeah, your for sure. Um, do you have any that are your favorite that you get excited to see? I know uh, you're not home every Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the one we get most excited to see, actually, none of us made. <laughs> my dad's office for years and years uh, had a contest, like an ugly ornament contest. Oh, my goodness. And I've oh, never the, heard of that. That's really cool. It's really fun. There's two. There's one that's like a little felt deer. Yeah. It's like fucked up with arrows and there's oh. like blood all over it and shit. Um, that one's pretty good, but we didn't make that. And then okay. my older brother, Ian, made. A tree topper that's just a middle finger. <laughs> oh my god! But there's like a lot of detail in the yeah. knuckles and the nails of it's really good. Did your do your parents put that up? They put it on the secondary tree okay. when we were. I don't know if they're gonna have two trees at their Florida house. I yeah. haven't. We'll find out. I guess. Uh, <laughs> but our like Chicago yeah. suburb house was big enough for two trees because okay. we had. Money. Uh, Colin just did a really obnoxious dance. Yeah. I think Colin's a Casey. I, I feel know. very uncomfortable about how rich you <laughs> how are. How rich I am. So I I played it that, completely wrong. I think it's really weird because you've never claimed super richness in our friendship until this moment, it's and so, you did it in like the most. It's awful. I feel so weird, and it's recorded. This is fucked. That you just now told me you're rich. No, like not that rich. It's probably rich. You just did a rich dance. I know. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> we can't erase it. There's We're no so way to many hours it. into this. You know what? I was um I was doing an impression of that evil character from the show. Okay, here's the thing. Moving you are rich, but you aren't too snobby not to have a middle finger on your second tree. There you go. So I've classified your level of richness in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Just just so you know, Got don't us. worry. I don't think you're a cane. I think you might be an Eccles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. I love you did it in like game show announcer voice. Like that was my fucking prize too. You did a rich person dance. I don't know how to take that back. I just can't. <laughs> never I just can. can't. I can't wait to describe it to to Patrick and Kelly. Um, <laughs> it was wild. Like that. It was the, <laughs> honestly, it's like Shades of the Dirty Bird, if you remember, like, uh, Elway era Broncos. What, did you have season tickets in a box? No! Okay. Also, Dirty Bird was... Uh, uh, the Falcons, my bad. Okay. But anyway. You uh, would fly in for those games? Yeah. <laughs> Heat Miser. They sing it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you guys talk about that. Uh, you and some friends of ours are really into Rudolph, right? That's what it's from? I, yeah, I'm into Rudolph. Mm-hmm. But I just think that song and its partner song are fun fucking songs. Hi, I love it. I've never seen the films. You don't need to. You've okay. heard Heat Miser. Have you heard the other Miser? Uh, Cold Miser. Cold Miser. How's that one go? I frost I'm your nose Mr. and I tinkle your toes. No, it's the same song. Oh. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. 
I'm Mr. Something. I'm Mr. Ten Below. Nice. Um, it is very cute to see Duncan kind of out of his shell a little bit. Yes. Uh, even if it's all fake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see the poker game that you're referring to. It so includes good. Duncan. Yeah. Logan. Yeah. Weevil. Yeah. Great triad so far. Um, Honestly. <laughs> if only it was just the three. Uh, <laughs> and they started Connor. by taking off their shirts. Is that his name? Yes. Connor, a... a... He's, a uh, he's an actor. He's, he's an, an up-and-coming star. Yeah, he's a... He's a superstar. A childhood friend of Logan's and frequent co-star of Aaron's. Yes. And also another person for Veronica to deeply lust after. Another generic white person for Veronica to attach extra special lust onto. <laughs> it's like, she just needs to get laid. Okay, yeah. and then um, and then the other one. Sean. Sean. He is a snarky little bee. He does he I'm is. So Rich dances. Right, but he isn't rich. It, that's where his dance and your dance are different. Um, but yeah, he's like, he's into his ghetto affectation of a 40. I hate him so much. Um, and then, but it is a weird group. It is a very interesting It's group. like, what's Weevil doing there? Yeah. Strange. But we don't know. <laughs> um, and why does Logan think it's fun to keep being racist all the time? It's ridiculous at this point. He really is hella racist. And um, we will get to the then he origin eats, story, yes, apparently. And so it's like a big pot moment, uh, all in for different people. Yep. And he te- he tells Weevil, the river is going to get you. There's 40, what does he say? He's There's like 40 ca- cards and 40 of them he wins. And yeah. two cards, Weevil wins. Yeah. He's crowing. He's like so excited about mm. himself. Oh, and then I'm gonna of win course. all my money. Yep, and then of course he loses. Weevil gets that Weevil third gets two. Pick. Yeah, two, two, two. Um, and Weevil's like, "All right, cool, give me my money." Mm-hmm. And so Logan's like, "Fine, fair's fair. You're my new best friend. I'll get you your money." We love each other so much. I other. guess I'll pay you the money. Yeah, I guess you know what am I gonna do? He opens the box. Where the money is supposed to be, mm-hmm. it is gone. What? We was like, that's some bullshit. Give me the money. And Logan's like, no, it's gone. We was like, okay, well, I'm gonna search. Start by searching your bod. Mm-hmm. And he makes everyone strip down. And Logan and Duncan have matching boxer shorts on. <laughs> Which, what do we think that is? That a coincidence? Did someone gift them the same boxer shorts? Did they go buy them together? I think it's um, either. Someone's just purchasing the clothes at their house. You know what I mean? Um, like they have a servant do that. The same servant? Uh, possibly. Or all of the people who work for people in those neighborhoods, they meet up at the same store. And, and they they're just say, like, what kind of underwear are you buying Logan today? No, it's like, uh, it's like Handmaid's Tale. It's the only okay. time they get to like hang out and talk and shit. Uh-huh. Um, they <laughs> go to the store and they're just like, all right, yeah, this is our underwear, whatever. Or their bond is so deep. This yeah. is the one I buy, I buy. That they just they agree on everything. 
They're so the same in so okay, many ways. They just naturally got the same that's underwear. Literally disproven by this episode. <laughs> they're in a huge fight from us this episode. But deep they are down. Different. Under it all. Oh, it's a meta- double metaphor. Underneath it all, dog. I think it's possible. I think it's also possible they went to the mall and both bought the same underwear. Not like to be cute, but because those underwear were not like, they were not from the underwear store. Uh-huh. They were like from American Eagle. Or like they were not. So I think they, when they went and got their, you know, cargo pants. They just grab some on. Oh, you know what? I need some underwear, man. Oh, yeah, me too. Good call. Okay, cool. Hey, grab that two-pack. We'll just split it. A two-pack wouldn't have two of the exact same pair of printed underwear. It could. They, bought, they, bought, they each bought a three-pack, so they each have three matching pairs of underwear. <laughs> they just happen to wear these ones. Uh, That's right. my head. I like it. I buy head it. Cannon. Um. But, yeah, the money is nowhere to be. Not on any of their bodies. So Weevil is fucking pissed and he's gonna take it out old school pch way by just fucking robbing these kids yeah. which honestly is better than killing them yeah so yeah so he starts to take things including duncan's laptop mm-hmm. and duncan is te- duncan is maybe the testiest we've ever seen him including when he's been on and off meds yes. he is very grumpy yeah he uh, grabs weevil he's ready to throw down yeah and then when veronica tries to talk to him he is Again, ruder to Veronica than he'd ever been. Mm-hmm. He's like, you, you better hope I get that laptop back. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I wrote a diary. I was prolific. I'm like, what the fuck, you creep? Yeah. What? That's uh, not Veronica's problem. Uh, Veronica, again, doesn't want her and Duncan's dirty laundry out there Agreed. in the world. But it's total coercion. It's total coercion. And then later he's like, what? Is this a case? Like, he is being grumpy McFarland, and I think he figured out why. Why is that? Because he had a game plan in his mind and failed. <laughs> he was trying to con everyone, and he failed so miserably, he's embarrassed. And now his ex-girlfriend's going to have to bail him out, and that's even more embarrassing, because she would have nailed that con. <laughs> he's yeah he's embarrassed for failing his con gotcha okay yes yes um, there is a, i mean kind of what we were talking about at the top of the episode there are cons on cons in this one cons which on i love cons. it's cons it's heists it's fucking parlor room it's got yeah, it all it's got baby. it all um we also the, but of course veronica's first question was our first question why was weevil there yeah and we get a flashback yeah. we get to see why a weevil inserts himself well, he says hey logan I want to go to your game. <laughs> Logan says something racist. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, 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 but uh, I can come up with the money. He's like, you can come up with $1,000. He's like, yeah, I got the buy-in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, watch out. It's a real game. And then Weevil does a surfer impression. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's it's like, pretty- well, he totally got me. <laughs> I love Weevil so much. Um, also, did you notice, I like that um, when... She goes to interrogate the PCHers right before this flashback. Mm-hmm. They're all hanging out in the hippy dippy makeout room yeah, they <laughs> from are. the previous episode. Which I would ha- that's a hangout room. So unsupervised. I know they can play craps. It's great. Yeah. Um But then we have to get back to our B plot. Which is <sighs> Lynn yes. shows up in a I mean she looks like Lynn. Yeah. In her high she's heels. A, she's an her, elegant. Yeah. She's an elegant woman. And she shows up and she's like, hi, Keith. 
Mm-hmm. She's so sweet. She is sweet. That's what I said. I said, Lynn I... is so scared and sweet here. Yeah, she um, really is. Because she doesn't know what she's about to uncover. No idea. This is because sometimes we, you get wives coming in for investigations and they've got ulteriors. Sure. I don't think Lynn, no, Lynn knows. I think she's genuinely worried about the safety of her husband. Absolutely. And that's all that matters. I mean, and I'm sure there's, you know, some uh, like conditioning and hostage like situations in that being that yeah. he's physically abusive. Yeah. He's but... physically abusive and grumpy. Mm-hmm. He can flip that switch at any moment. There's mm-hmm. no predicting him. He's super charming. But she does, she wants to take care of him and protect him. That's yeah. her fucking, that's her responsibility. Yep. It's her man. Yep. Poor Lynn. I want so much better for her. Yeah, she's not getting it. No? <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, yeah, and that's, and then she talks, then Veronica talks to Duncan, and that's when he goes, like, what yeah. is this, a case? Yeah. Like, well, so Lynn's case, by the way, is Aaron's oh, being yeah. stalked and getting threatening letters in the mail. Including, well, not just the mail. One is on their dining room oh, table. Right. That's, I, because I am almost with Aaron before that, because, you know, Aaron's he's a, a major solid celebrity. Guy. Yeah. He's, well, he he's, trust him. he's the, what, who did we decide he was? He's Tom Cruise big, or is he not I quite I think he's that. Tom Cruise big. So, I mean, yeah, he's getting a lot of, he's getting he's a like lot Tom of mail. Tom Cruise in a down year, big. Okay. Like, not. Tom a, Cruise. Like during the like third Mission Impossible era, before people started yes. to like them, right? Before they started respecting it again. Yeah. And now they're like, yeah, MI three. All right, you were shady. <laughs> um. So yeah, so he's getting threatening letters, mm-hmm. but now one has appeared on their table. Yeah, which that is. That's too close. Scary stuff. You don't and want. And it says Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater had a wife and couldn't keep her. Which also maybe she's being threatened. Uh, I believe it was cheater, cheater, pumpkin. Oh, you're right, it was. Yeah, so they're really hitting on the head, and poor Lynn. But she's not. She's not getting it. I just don't understand why someone would leave such a note. What could it mean? But of course, you know what fucking Aaron got that is like, oh, it's nonsense. You know, a bunch of lies. Some crazed fan. Don't look at this. Uh, you know, cheat. Does he think I'm bad at cards? Yikes, Aaron, you're a better actor than that. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. now we're back to Veronica coming to Duncan. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what, is this a case? Like, yeah, that's what she, that's literally what she does. Yeah. One, you put her on the case. Yep. Two, this is what she does she's all a, the time. She is a fucking detective, She's dude. constantly on cases. Remember how your ex-girlfriend is a fucking detective? <laughs> who solves a crime every goddamn week. And you, out of nowhere, were like, hey, there's sensitive information on this laptop. You better get it back or mm. else there's consequences for you. Also, it's missing due to a crime that I'm now telling you about. <laughs> like, what did you think fighter? was going to happen? Fucking um, donut, dude. Uh, and Veronica's like, but probably Logan stole it, right? And Duncan's like, no, no, my man, Logan. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but like, really, he's like a bad guy. He's your friend, but like, you know, he's evil. Mm-hmm. Like, of course it was him. He's a racist jerk. And she's like, not Logan. I don't think so. But then he goes to Logan. He's like, hey, Logan, you really suck. Well, and there's also that moment where Duncan, she's like, you know, asking Duncan those questions about Logan. Like, and in his memory, Logan says, there's no fucking way Weevil's walking out of here with that money. And she's like, 
Oh, is there anything else that he, I don't know, said <laughs> about like threatening to steal the money from Weevil or something? He's like, no, nah, I can't think of anything. So it's like, that's decision yeah. time stuff and for so Duncan. And so he stands up to Duncan and he's like, you're, or sorry, stands up to Logan. Mm-hmm. Like, you're kind of an asshole. He's like, when did you become such an asshole? And it's like, Duncan, yeah. pre-pilot, this is not new, but welcome <laughs> to the world. <laughs> Yeah. And Logan's like, what? You want your friendship ring back? But you can tell Logan is very sad. He's so hurt. They were they were <laughs> probably also wearing matching underwear that day. I know. He should have said, you want your matching underwear back? Oh, fuck. That would have been funny. <laughs> it would have been, but he's trying to be, he's trying to make light of it. He's not yeah. trying to be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the truth is, he's very hurt. And mm-hmm. sad. But it's... you know what? That's what you get for being a stucky person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a note here. I cannot uh I cannot figure out what it is. Okay. It just says Logan is very funny, period. <laughs> <laughs> but he is. He is much funnier than most characters on he the show. He is very funny. The next thing I have is about Aaron Eccles. Mm, yeah. Because we do go to the house where uh Lynn it's sort of like your house growing up. Like <laughs> very, very over the top. Oh decoration. yeah, but that I mean, uh, judging by the size of that and yeah. the living that was probably like their third tree. Yeah, you know probably. I mean? We weren't <laughs> We weren't three tree people. I don't believe anything anymore. Uh, I think maybe you grew up in a mansion. I, 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 I really think, did it. I just I did. Feel... You have like a pool house where you got to hang out, no. and then the rest of the family had their own house. Didn't have that. No, we had a. Did you have a pool? No, we had a trampoline. Okay. With the net around it, so that's like that's extra. Okay. Um. Two cars. I never had a. I never had a night without a meal. Like this is what I mean by rich. Did you have a car in in high school? I got my dad's old Taurus. My brother and I shared it. Okay, so yes. Yeah. 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 So, so that's not two cars. Oh, three cars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three cars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, for a second, I was like, are you telling me that your mom didn't get a car? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dad got my dad car. gave me my mom's car because she's such a fucking idiot. Oh. <laughs> Well, you said two cars, and then three. there was a third car. I'm a, right. right. Yeah. I poked holes in your case. I know. I'm richer than you, bitch. A lo- most people think the Lord are richer than me. I would not wish the world to be less rich than me. Oh. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I grew up with cars, too. Oh, really? Just two? Stevie didn't have a car? Uh, he d- yeah. Well, but okay. By that point, my parents are divorced, so do you count the cars in the two different households or not? Uh, I count that as two houses. <laughs> <laughs> then I grew up with two houses. I had, yeah. So, like, my dad and mom each always had a car. Mm. And then when my grandparents sold one of their houses, mm. they got rid of a couple cars. So I got a, I got a car. But it, and then I got a different car. So, like, once, but when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. There was a car for each of my parents, but not cars for me and my brother. And mm. then post high school, I inherited one car that died almost immediately, and then uh. I bought another car. Oh, this is shady. Mm. And we'll show you how maybe not rich I am. It's kind of dirty laundry, too. Uh-oh. My mom was given a car from her mom, an extra car. Yeah. Like they got a new car, and they gave the old Chevy Blazer to my mom. Mm-hmm. And then my mom turned around and sold it to me. Teach you a little responsibility. 
Make a little scratch on yeah, the side while I'm doing it. Yeah, a little scratch is what it was. <laughs> and then my brother, like, literally got given, like, three cars in a row. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, Which, it was timing. It was, that was not a, my mom didn't do that. Not a preferential thing. It was a timing but thing. But it was a, my mom decided to make a point with me. Sure. And sold me a car that she had been gifted. Here's the thing. When you get gifted a car, it costs you, like, three grand in tax and title. You're right. And um, probably, and I think I was, it was when I was in, college so i think i was still on her insurance mm-hmm. so probably it was a down payment on insurance to be honest yeah so like to be to be real real it's fine but it's it very is, nice in our that. family yeah. though is definitely a story of that time my mom got given a car and sold it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> when i all right <laughs> fuck it we're doing this when i moved to california uh, my dad i used to drive a uh honda ruckus which is a little 50 cc scooter um i when i delivered sandwiches in college and when i moved to california my dad bought it from me oh for like 2300 bucks which was the exact price of the shitty mazda that i wanted (laughs) to buy what a coincidence yeah exactly so he said you leave this in my garage and i'll buy you a car (laughs) (laughs) honestly that's good parenting. It was, it I was very both, sweet. I think we both have good parents. But I here's think that's the bottom line. I think we all, uh, yeah, we have very good parents. We're I mean, very lucky. One set of parents is rich. Mm-hmm. The other has two houses. So much property. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> rich in space from each other. Um, <laughs> okay. But you know what? What? No matter how rich you grew up. Mm-hmm. No one ever made a pumpkin in your dad's face and stuck a knife in it and left it out front in the front door. So that ironically, as your dad was saying, not a big deal. And then open the door and then there's a pumpkin of his face. So I mean, that, crazy. That's wild. This is a good pumpkin. Are you good at cutting pumpkins? Not like that. I do the like sculpting like a photorealistic <laughs> Aaron Eccles. No, not like no. that. But I do do the technique where you uh, scrape away and just let light shine. I'm really enjoying that technique. I think you could do the Aaron Eccles. That's tough, man. I don't know, like, 3D sculpting. I could do, like, a, like, you know, like, the drop shadow image kind of thing. Like, I could design a stencil and do something like that. That was, like, real sculpting that that person did. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it would be really cool, and then we could take a picture of it and, like, put it on our Twitter. Oh, so this is homework. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> Become a sculptor. Do you want me to cut my fingers off? No, you know of course how not. I, I love you with all your fingers. Hey, thank you. Um, also, and I know this is the times. What? And I know you probably couldn't relate to it because you never experienced it before. Yeah, yeah. Um, But Logan's tiny video game screen. His little TV is so small. Is it? It's like probably 20 inches, 19 inches at the big. That's a small TV? Nowadays. Not then. Maybe it's even small. It's very small. Hmm. I didn't notice. You didn't even notice. No. Maybe, Maybe you were thinking about... Things that inexpensive just don't register <laughs> to me. You were just doing your rich kid dance. I guess I'm, I'm from a, a rich family. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you did that. I um... can't either, and we're still talking about it. <laughs> you think we're ever going to stop talking I about really it? hope that we do soon. Um, well, we're an hour and a half into this episode. Okay. So at least 
you've got another half hour. <laughs> um, what do you think of the Rosie Perez story? I wrote down um, Rosie Perez, bad birthday guest. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't listen very well. Yeah, I get, and I get that it's like a, it's almost, it's a work obligation. It is, but you should probably listen better. Yeah. Or have someone, uh, your assistant needs to be better. Mm-hmm. Because I don't birthday, think that, Lauren. I don't think Rosie Perez went to the store and bought a purse for a child. Somebody bought that to give to the child. Aaron. Okay. Aaron uh, had his agent take care of it, right? Who we meet in this episode. Oh, he was out to lunch. Ugh. Absolutely. Can't stand it. But honestly, he's found the perfect wife for a guy like him. Oh, a horrible one. Yes. <laughs> They're perfect <laughs> together. They're both so awful that you're just like, like when they say like, when I'm, but without me, you're, without Aaron, you were this. And she's like, without, oh, without me, you were a waitress sex scores, worker or something. Or whatever. No, she was uh, she's not a sex worker. She was, she was an erotic dancer. She was a go-to-go dancer. She was in no, a fish tank. No, she was tank. in a fish tank. It's, okay. At the standard. She was in a fish tank in her not, underwear at the stand. Yeah, okay, that's not an erotic dancer. It's erotic dancing. Dancing. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just using the term broader. You're probably I saying think, like yeah, I think working you're defining, in a strip club. Yeah, I think you're defining it as erotic. I guess erotic is in the eye of the beholder. I love fish tanks. <laughs> I think that, yeah, I think we're discovering what you find erotic. <laughs> and I. I feel like they're uh, an extension of the objectification of women in Los Angeles. Like, I don't, the fish tank thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it feels very much like uh, he went to one of the parties from the movie Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes, which yeah, I don't find that's any absolute, of that erotic. And then he was like tapping on the glass like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> He's like, what's the deal? If you gra- Did someone grab both ends of the country and shake it and all the normal girls hung on? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I remember that scene. Uh, yeah. Such uh, a good movie. I think it's maybe the difference between wearing your underwear and being naked. I think if you're naked, maybe it's erotic. But if you're wearing your underwear, it's like Victoria's Secret. Is Victoria's Secret erotic? It's, it's, it's erotic dancing. It's a form of... Sex work. It's like anything. Like it's an umbrella term that has different things. So if you dance it. with all your clothes on in a sexy way, is it erotic dancing? Yes. Like, um, <laughs> what are you what? about to point out? Are the you going to talk first... about the mass singer? No, I was going to say that. <laughs> well, now we just learned what you find erotic. No, I'm belittling like, I love that you. big microphone head, man. <laughs> um, yeah, you could dance sexy with your clothes on. That's an erotic dance. Are you doing it professionally? Yeah, you're a dancer. So I guess I feel like erotic dancing is... Maybe I'm thinking of exotic dancing. Exotic dancing is a thought, job. Yeah, I always thought of that so, as like a euphemism, right? No, but I think if you say you're an exotic dancer, you aren't necessarily a dancer at a bar. Or what kind hotel. of bar? You mean like a, a gentleman's club? No, we're talking about the standard. Oh. That's a bar. No, you would maybe describe yourself as like a go-go dancer. Right, and I guess a go-go dancer can be erotic. But not but exotic. I don't think, but I don't think all go-go dancing is inherently erotic. Okay. I think erotic, this is where I'm going to go with it, personally. Right. This is just Talk a to me. I say erotic is in the eye of the beholder, and exotic dancing is a specific subset of job that you can have okay 
So like the people who work at Jumbos, mm-hmm. I think are all exotic dancers by trade. Jumbos. We could both go in there and you might see erotic dancing. Mm-hmm. And you will see exotic dancing. But to your earlier point, Jumbos is a bikini bar. It's not even topless. Right. I think you can do exotic dancing in a bikini. I think if yeah. you're at the standard, you're inherently not doing exotic dancing. So, oh, but maybe location. Yes. The establishment you are and the way people tip you. So if I'm, if I'm a dancer doing a circuit, working, I do cheetahs, jumbos, standard, Friday, Saturday, I don't know who Sunday. you are, how you got these three jobs. They You're are fucking totally working. three different jobs. They're three different. You have those skills, good for you, man. You can go to, from cheetahs to jumbos. You, that's like saying I, uh, I work at Craig's and, do, and I'm a waitress there. Then I go down to, uh, to Mel's Diner. And then I head over to, uh, to In-N-Out. And I do all three of those in a weekend. Yeah. You absolutely, yeah. Those... Yeah, you're working in food service the whole time, but you're not doing the same job, and it's not the same skill set. So you're saying you can't, call yourself, a, you can't call yourself a chef? Exactly. <laughs> there, are three different, there are three different things. All right. they're, they're all, yeah, it's all dancing. But, like, I don't, I mean, you know what? What? If you're a listener uh-huh. and you work at Cheetah's Jumbo's End the standard in one weekend. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe mm. everyone, but I. One is so much driving. But not, you don't have to do the shifts all in a row necessarily. <laughs> what I said Friday, that? Saturday, Sunday. That's a lot of driving. What are you talking about? It's, Where do you live? It's, you don't live near all three. It's Silver Lake to Hollywood to West Hollywood. It's a straight shot down Sunset. No, but you have to live in one of those places. Sure. Or you live in. Fucking Oxnard, for all exactly. I know. That's what I'm saying. You have to drive from Oxnard down. Oxnard down. Oh, my God. Too much. People make it work, Mogi. This is a car culture Literally, we're living in. Literally, I'm telling you, I don't think anyone makes what you just said work. All That's right. my point. All right. Uh, Please reach out rich, to us. So I yeah. don't know. Yeah, exactly. I'm like eyes wide shut, Rich. So I know a lot about the erotic dance industry. Speaking of which, Keith. He becomes suspicious that this is this is some jilted lover shit. This pumpkin yeah, he's through the smart. face, right? Yeah, he calls it from a mile away. Well, Goes and up- then he really only has to like make one phone call. They're like, "Oh yeah, Aaron was fucking someone." <laughs> so he's smart, but also like, was that the caterer? That, the caterer yeah, the was, caterer was like, like, well, because the was like, we had to fire someone, and he's like, you fired someone for using the wrong bathroom. And he's like, no, I fired her because when she walked in, Aaron was having sex with someone else's wife, and he demanded that she be fired. And then he finds out, he deduces by knowing that she was dressed as little Bo Peep, I think. Well, yeah, so Aaron narrows it down little by little. Oh God. When he gives us the list, he's like, can you uh, tell me who you had sex with that? And, and he's like, one, two, three, four. And he's like, that night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Aaron. Keith is like, I know you're a stud, but like, I don't think you slept with all of those people on Halloween this year. Oh, uh, yeah. So he, he goes through the list of suspects, eliminates them all one yes. by one, and then he notices fancy carved pumpkins. That's how he gets yeah. to that's how he gets to the employee. And it's just a hunch. He calls the place and he's like, Hey, who is who is the employee you fired? What did she do? Yeah. And she says she's a God, I wish I wrote the term down. It's like it's a It's not etagere, but it's something like 
which means pumpkin carver. Well, no, she says, she's like carver of, she just says carver? like, she's something, but she doesn't say pumpkin because that would just make too much sense. Mm-hmm. But like, like, maybe she also does ice sculptures. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or, you know, sometimes she just carries on canapes. But we're getting Bye. ahead of ourselves. Are we? Well, because Veronica goes to find Logan as he's in playing his, his teeny little video game. Little video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she calls him, or he calls her Veronica. He is in Virgin because mm-hmm. he does a drive on for her. Yep. To go um, talk to Which Connor. I don't know who he called. Yeah, uh, maybe he just knows, happened, whoever picked up the phone at the and gate, like, he happens to know him. Yeah, because he's, you know, Aaron's kid. He spent his life going onto the lot and stuff. It's possible. I would not let that little twerp onto the lot. He would be not allowed. Um, but she goes, and oh, I do like that her dumb crush on Connor is uh, chipped away bit yeah. by bit. Like he's a litter bug, he's and he's a just kind of stupid. He's dumb. Yeah, I mean that's enough. I think those two. <laughs> that does that does hurt. But she is immediate. At first, she's very dumbstruck because mm-hmm. she thinks he's hungry. Yeah, but- I feel really bad that all the dialogue is about his abs, and that wasn't his. Like he's got better abs than me. But they weren't like fucking TV abs. I feel like time has not been kind to his abs because so many of our modern males have found cartoon abs. Cartoon abs. Yeah. They're doing drugs. They are working out very hard. But that's what that's what people said about the stars of the 80s compared to the stars of the 70s. Like, this isn't new. Like, look at Arnold and I think Stallone. if you look at the aughts, what passed for good abs, and then you look at superhero abs, and it's, like, a different world. It's just not comparable. I mean, think of think of Hemsworth abs. They're, I think about those all the time. They're think crazy. Think about Kilgrave abs. Um, Kilgrave? Was that not his name? Uh, from, from Jessica Black Jones? Panther? Black Panther. Oh, oh not Killmonger. Killgrave. Killmonger. Killmonger. Killgrave yeah. abs. Think of David Dennis abs. I mean, I'm trying to imagine them. Like, I'm just picturing a bowl <laughs> of, like, bread pudding, I guess. What's the fucking English shit? Like, I bet he has okay abs. Like, I'm sure they're fine. I'm it's sure like, they're fine. You can literally see through his clear skin <laughs> meant, to the blood sausage he ate that morning. Killmonger was yeah. what I meant. Oh, uh, God, so bumpy. Love yeah, those but, bumpy like, abs. ridiculous. Yeah. That's oh my God. Like Michael every- B. Jordan is yeah. fucking. Yeah. It's insane. But like everyone in a Marvel movie, every mm-hmm. dude in a Marvel movie mm-hmm. has abs that are just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. The only way is. is and honestly, be- she doesn't hang around with shirtless dudes that much. And she's very horny. And this is a. It's strange to say it. This is the smallest we'll ever see Logan Eccles. Oh, yeah. He does. Well, he finds out what she likes. Yeah. He's like, oh, you like abs, do you? <laughs> he immediately, like, hooks his ankles to the ceiling. He's <laughs> like, He's this actually is dying. my life now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, um, uh, that Jason Doring is swole as I fun. will say that this is one of the first times when he, because he does this thing of, like, he calls her his friend, and they have this little smirk look. Right. And then he's like, annoy little tiny one, or whatever. Like, this is the first of their... Semi, I don't want to call it flirting. 
but like more it's definitely more friendly than what we've yeah seen from them yeah it's a lot of um or it's setting up a lot of like i guess their mission dynamic yeah you know where they are their enemies working towards a common goal or like yeah. fighting a con- common enemy or right. something like that well and i think his hostility toward her while he is still teasing her mm-hmm. it's not as because he in the past has been very hostile to her mm-hmm. in like a cruel way <laughs> like but, in the, but i think he's kind of i don't know if he's past it or like mm-hmm. he doesn't seem he's not in a need for it right now yeah Plus his, his best boy just broke up with him. Mm. Um, yeah. But like, yeah. When Veronica comes over, when they're having lunch, um, like, he is so charmed by her. Like, you can see it. Yeah. Um, and also, O-Niner pizza looks really good. Really? I think it does. I love a big old slice of pizza. It looks so crusty and bad. I love you mean you don't mean like crust, crusty? No, no, like it looks like bad prop pizza. Oh, I've never eaten bad prop pizza. It's just so I don't have a cold pizza from the nearest restaurant. All right, to yeah, stage. I don't have like a so I don't have a sense memory of that, but I don't mind. Like, sure, it's great when pizza's really hot, mm-hmm. but I don't mind a room temp pizza. Yeah, all right, I'll buy that. Maybe I'll I was just that. really hungry. Yeah, know. but this is when. I like that Veronica, she's gambling on herself here. Because mm-hmm. she's like, all right, I've solved this yes, case. I figured it out. And you're only going to get the information. Or no, I love it. There's good news and bad news. I've solved the case. The bad news, I've solved yeah. the case. Now you got to fucking jump through some hoops. I love it. But this, <sighs> yeah. Logan is doing his little smile. Like, it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. But her terms are... We all meet at Logan's house the night of the yeah. Christmas party. But that's when my party is. She's like, okay, well, then we won't drink. What the fuck? Stop they it. all drink anyway. I know. Yeah, what does Logan fucking care? No. Um, it's, well, you know how when your parents throw a big gala. Uh-huh. Oh, no, my parents didn't really ever do that. Did you guys just, they like. they kept their money? Well, uh, <laughs> real misers about it. Um. I imagine that, you know, your family probably just connected the two houses with a series of tents. Uh. Yeah, as most divorced couples do, my parents threw joint holiday parties every year. <laughs> Winding tents through the neighborhoods. <laughs> through, oh, my God, through so many neighborhoods. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, yeah, they all completely drink anyway. None of the adults want to see a bunch of high school kids wandering around at this party no i mean i think that what they do because they do eventually go there for for food i feel like probably that's okay yeah totally i mean and also carolers are there so there's a piece where it's like are you sure kids aren't allowed at this party uh and they're not erotic carolers no they're certainly not erotic is the eye of the beholder but these are just Carolers. <laughs> they, they haven't just left the standard. Yeah, they may go. have worked at the standard yesterday, but that doesn't make them erotic right now. <laughs> uh, so she has, uh, Veronica has her dazzle performance mm-hmm. where she goes one by one saying why each person looked guilty and why they are not guilty and how she knows. And she gets down to Sean, who we haven't talked about more than saying he's annoying yeah. and a jerk, he is. which he is. But also his... 
his reveal, like his whole defense, mm-hmm. the entire episode is he is the richest motherfucker. I'm so rich. Why would I ever steal money? I couldn't possibly have stole the money. I'm so rich. I get dropped off in a town car. One example of being rich is enough. <laughs> well, he also eats sushi with the O-Niners. Oh, does he eat sushi with the rest of his friends who mm-hmm. are also eating sushi? Yep. Okay, cool. I eat sushi, too. Oh, right, but I'm already... You're I'm, super rich. I don't know why. That. What are you doing? Why are you trying to undercut your thinking own case? About, I was thinking about my real life. <laughs> no, you were thinking about the life you've pretended to have all these years that we've been friends. I thought you were just my regular friend, but you're my rich friend. <laughs> you're slumming it. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a trading places scenario, and I just have not figured out how to get my life back. Eddie Murphy's having a great time with your family. Yeah. That's why Eddie Murphy's so rich. How'd you know it was him? I'm very smart. Yeah, I believe it. Um, I did like when she tells Sean, you have a shoplifting problem. You're really bad at it. That's pretty good. I like that kind of Don't shit. get caught. Veronica Mars steals shit all yep. the time. Never gets caught. It's not a problem if you don't get caught. Mm-hmm. Um, so she busts Sean. Yep. She kicks him out. Turns out his dad's a butler. Yeah. That's how he gets rides in a town car. Which probably, Butler's probably not the lowest paying job in the world, right? No, but you're not one of them. Not and one of you, them. You're the help. Yeah. And honestly, if any of these people could have used $5,000. Yeah. None of them have jobs. None I of them have jobs. Like, I guess the, Logan probably has unlimited access to his parents' money. I don't think so. I think Aaron noti- would notice. If, if Logan was doing something super shady, mm-hmm. and he didn't want his dad to know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, hiding a body. Buying drugs. Buying drugs. Going to Tijuana to visit prostitutes. To visit them. Hello! (laughs) It's so good to see you. It's been ages. Um, How's your donkey? Um, But, like, I I I think if any of these guys wanted to do something and have have no one know, Mm -hmm. except for actor boy. Like, actor boy's fine. But everyone else, I feel like they, you'd want $5,000. You could do whatever you want with. $5,000 is such a good amount of money I, to it's have. It's a great amount of money. Especially in fucking cash, And dude. honestly, I guess, though, really, it's $4,000, right? Because thousands of dollars from something. So, like, $1,000, you'd have to, like, return to your parents or, like, show your parents that it exists. Mm-hmm. But that's $4,000. You can do anything you want with. Yeah, dude. It's good. I want that. Call your dad. So, um, they, and then, and then Veronica's like, I've never played poker, but it must be really hard if you guys do it. And I don't know why any of them take a second to think she might not be playing them completely. Like, what do you, she's Veronica. Seriously, dude, offer her. Like, I think I, Duncan knew. No, they face. should all know. Uh, Sean doesn't know. He's dumb. Yeah. What, uh, well, Sean isn't, get, doesn't get to play. Well, I mean, when she makes yeah. the offer. Yeah, they all agree to yeah, I would say, uh, and, and she kind of fucking pones them there by saying, like, really, only the guilty party wouldn't agree to this I deal. I know, yeah. Um, There's only one person who wouldn't want to do this. Yeah, but I would be like, I'll give you two grand to tell us right now. Like, well, you're honestly, not playing our poker give game. Give the money to Weevil. She's really stealing. It's not like she's stealing from Logan. or she, She's legitimately taking Weevil's money. Oh, no, Weevil gets his pot back. 
from oh, the they first have a game. New pot? They have a new pot. Because that was her oh, payment was the okay. buy into that game. Oh, okay. So Veronica's leaving with nothing or uh, five grand. No, Weevil gets his five grand from the last one. Well, but he would leave with four grand, right? Because he has he to gets... buy into the new one. And then. Oh, yeah, to... he does play. So and he has, has to... to pay $250 for her. No, no, no. Veronica's payment is a $1,000 gift card to illegal gambling. Right, but that is $250 from each of the guys. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have to, because they have to pay that out. Because right. it's still a $5,000 pod. It's not going to be a so $4,000 guess... pod. Yeah, so, so Weevil leaves with $3,750. Which isn't bad on his initial one thousand dollar investment, and anything he stole, he may not. He may have already sold. Yeah. And he gets to spend time with Veronica because that's what he really cares about. Because yeah. he loves her. He gets to he gets to see his buddy Logan. Yeah, he gets to hang out with Logan. Yeah. Um, he gets to get a preview of his uh, spinoff with Duncan. <laughs> um. Okay. The lady. Okay, so now we're back at the. So now we're at the party because yep. they have to take a break from Veronica beating them so much. Mm-hmm. They go to the party. All the teams. Veronica and Weevil pile their plates high with food because they are the most gauche and probably the hungriest. Yeah. Um, and then we also get to see where Aaron and his wife are hanging out by the piano with a woman who loves Olive. <laughs> This woman and her olive, it's disturbing. <laughs> it makes me want to choke. It's, it's so gross. It's, it's so, so many crying. olives. Just, oh. And she's just licking okay. on them and like being so obvious. Like, Lynn isn't legally blind. Like, it's not even yeah. like you wait till Lynn's not around or like, no. Shoot him a little. Like, she's. Teabagging. It's grody. Olives on a spike. It's so grody. So then you're like, oh, this might, this might be the this bad. This might be the bad one. And then we go back to the team. And then Veronica finds Jake in the library. I was going to also- say. Oh. oh, no, no, no. This is like the ultimate Veronica bothering Jake. I think the ultimate happens in the fourth season. <laughs> but. <laughs> This is a great one. Because uh, he's just, you know, you know how you like leave a party to go check out the library? Sure. And, you know, if anybody has good books in their library, it's the Eccles family. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they have collected copies of Playboy. They have novelizations of all of Aaron's movies. <laughs> oh, man. They have uh, Time Magazine. Bound for each year. Oh, really? Is that a thing? That sounds something someone stupid and rich would do. Sounds classy. Oh, Jesus. I uh, told you, you're an Eccles family. Yeah. Not a, you don't have cane money. We are. We're fucking, we're new money. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Ostentatious. Yeah. Um, new money spends just, well, baby. And, then I... and twice as quickly. Yeah. Okay, so Veronica, like, Hey Jake. Yeah. No, I don't remember what she hey, said. Hey Jake. Hey Jake. No, she calls his ass straight the fuck out. Yeah. Like, why are you taking pictures of me mm-hmm. and put it? Why are you having Clarence Weasman fucking stalk me? 
take and pictures of my me, mother. Put pick, put a rifle shot over my head, mm-hmm. send that to my mom, and have her leave. Yeah. And then Jake's like, I didn't want your mom to leave. And she's like, that is not what I want to hear. Right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> yes. And then, uh-huh. fucking twist. Not super twist. Kind of obvious. He immediately storms well, before out of the- that, oh, yeah. Boy. Mini twist. Well, not mini a twist, twist at all. Digging he through the bushes. sees. Which I always forget he sees. Mm-hmm. Poor Keith. Can you imagine how it feels for him? I think Keith, you know, he's got his suspicions as well. He never knew if Veronica was his own flesh and yes, blood. Yes, but he does not want to see Veronica talking to Jake. He's never encouraged this. He's never. Do you think I, he's afraid of what information Jake has that mm-hmm. he doesn't? Yes. Or that he just chooses not to share with Veronica? I think, yeah, I think he's nervous of that, but I think he also doesn't want to lose his daughter. Yeah. To Jake Kane? Yeah. But anyway, we put that on ice because then, and Jake, and, you know, as we discussed earlier, Keith is there for other reasons. Yeah, he's on the job. He's trying to he's trying to save Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you're right. Sorry, twist. It was Celeste. Or at he least re- Jake. That's Jake is certainly <laughs> convinced. He's grabbing. No, he's right. fucking shaking her ass in public. And my what did favorite you do? part. What did you do? What did you do? When uh, Aaron sees this, yes. uh, a guest of his being shook violently by uh-huh. her husband. He's just like, oh yeesh, let's go check on the canopy, huh, babe? Yeah. <laughs> he's like. Let the couple work their problems yeah. out. <laughs> you know, like how I hurt you all the time. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Well, and Jake does is like, get your coat. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's very mad. Yes. Um, That's a scary thing. To imagine that your wife would do that to, I guess, your lover and baby mama. Well, and that she would do it. And, and again, I know we've talked about this dynamic, but I love how much Veronica ruins Jake's life. But, like, really, Veronica is just a 16 She's just a kid. Yeah. So, like, there's a piece, too, of, like, how, what is wrong with Celeste that she would do that to a child? Right. A child the same age as their son, a mm-hmm. child almost the same age as their daughter, like, their daughter's best friend, whatever. But, like, how does, there's something really wrong. And, again, Veronica ruins his life all the time. Yeah. But, like, he but does he it. He knows, knows. Yes. she's a child. <laughs> He doesn't blame her, but he's like, oh, fucking Veronica. Every time, yes, every time she walks out the room, he's super bumped, but mm-hmm. he knows that, yeah, yeah. it's like, it's yeah. not her fault. It's this not is, her fault. This is some grown-up shit that is affecting her life. Yes. You know? She's the victim. Oh, gosh. And I loved when he's like, I didn't know about this, and then she, and Veronica's like, I don't believe Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Veronica. So cool. Um, But that's not the most stomach clenching thing that happens because something really really bad happened mm-hmm. Lynn hired carolers end of episode <laughs> isn't that so cheesy it really is and she's like everyone come out there's a surprise and the surprise and all is the, all the servants have to ring a bell over their head and smile it's a rough gig that Eccles family Christmas if you're working it I hope you get a bonus I think I hope they I bet she pays them. I bet she pays them better than for her Christmas party, her she, other parties. She pays the catering company better. I wonder what, they, how much of that they give to their employees. That's true. Um, but yeah, so the whole crowd is drawn outside, and Aaron 
so averse to cold weather that fake snow makes him have to get a jacket for some reason. Oh, got to eat a coat. He goes and gets his coat. It's over by his other lover, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. his agent's wife. Yep. And you think, like, oh, this is the moment. Yep. No, they turn to leave, the three of them, Mm -hmm. Lynn and the dumb wife, the Mm -hmm. evil wife, and Aaron. And he is stopped dead in his tracks by the woman that Keith was trying to warn him about all along. Oh, my God, who is wearing a Santa hat. And she takes the Santa hat off as if Aaron's going to recognize her. And he straight up, I believe him that he does not remember having sex. Do you believe her that he said, I love you? Maybe his body made a promise. I don't know. Yeah, that's the part. Like, I 100% believe him that he doesn't recognize her. But when she's like, you told me you love me, I'm like, that doesn't. Maybe he during see- he yeah. said like I maybe lo- he caught his eye in the mirror and said I love you I love you <laughs> yeah I don't know that it doesn't seem like he even says that to his children so. no I don't think he says it to anyone except the mirror yeah I mean I could see him saying I love having. No, I don't. I, I love this action. I love that position. But again, it might be like, I love what this does to my abs. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I just, he's so, he's such a monster person. He really is. That it's hard to imagine him saying I love you to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he gets stabbed in the gut. <laughs> he does. Don't he, cross the cutter. With a little ice pick. And then, That's... and this is a really fun, like fun slash fucked up thing, mm-hmm. of half the par- like most of the party is outside, yes. like enjoying the carolers, mm-hmm. and meanwhile Lynn is screaming, and Logan is like ah! watching his dad Watch his bleed dad out, ble- but also yeah. maybe thinking like, well, if he bleeds out, I could be fucking free, yeah, free and rich. <laughs> I don't know if that I would actually make him rich. Um, yeah. I bet Lynn is primary beneficiary. Probably, but Lynn loves her son. She would take care of him. Point. Well, that's interesting. Um. Oh, but before that, Duncan yeah. and Logan make up. Yeah. That's nice. They're back to square one. Their relationship is exactly where it was at the beginning of the episode. I mean, I think that it is one of those, like, a bell can't be unrung. Mm-hmm. Duncan has now out loud said to Logan, I see how much of an asshole you are. Right. So that can never be unsaid. Yeah. I mean, Duncan can go back to putting up with it. Yeah. But, like. He's pretty quietly permissive of Logan. Well, he's pretty quietly permissive of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this about him, but he uh, tends to stand idly by. <laughs> yeah. This is, I mean, season one, this is for sure one of my favorites. Uh, oh, it's a great Eccles episode. Family Christmas. Mm-hmm. High stakes, fun action, great characters. You got, uh, like, bunch of like bunch of characters who are introduced, probably like five or six. About half of them are repeat, yeah. uh, repeat customers. You know, mm-hmm. Some of them just go away. I don't think Sean will ever come back. No. Cody never comes back. No. Uh, Aaron's agent and his wife, we may see again later on down mm-hmm. the road. Um, yeah, there's uh, good stuff going on here. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely a really strong A plot and mm-hmm. B plot. Um, 
and then the the little bits of moving the master mystery along yeah. i think are done um both with in obvious ways and in more subtle ways yeah so no i love this episode i watch it every christmas oh yeah that's awesome yeah come, come on, on now sugar, sugar!